Take a look around, you'll notice them everywhere. Facilitators, people who guide other people, create connection, and make tough things easier. This is Facilitator Forum, where we meet a magical mix of people who offer us insights and inspiration through the stories of their work in the world. I'm your host, Julia Winston. Welcome. Hey everybody, it's summertime. I hope you're enjoying yourselves. I have to say, when it comes to this podcast, I've been really enjoying myself. And one of the coolest things it's brought me so far is a new and special curiosity about the people I encounter in my everyday life. As I find myself looking around just wondering who's a facilitator and what are they facilitating, I come across the most interesting people, and they may not seem like facilitators because that's not what they do for a living, but when I dig deeper, I'm finding that most people are actually facilitators, and some of them are super magical beings. I think of these people as undercover facilitators. Undercover facilitators are people who facilitate connection in powerful ways, even though their work may not be associated with facilitation in a traditional sense. Well, hello. My name is Julia Aro. I am a Mexican artist. Today's guest is one of those special undercover facilitators, and the conversation took us to a really tender place. I met Julia in Mexico City earlier this year, and we became fast friends. Not long after that, she turned her apartment into a botanical garden, no joke, and hosted an exhibit of her art there. I totally fell in love with a stunning painting she'd created, a piece that held deep emotional value for Julia, and I bought it which launched us into a whole new realm of connection. Today, Julia and I explore the topic of artists as facilitators by examining our shared experience and the connection we've formed through her art. Julia, we call each other Tokaya. What does that mean? Tokaya means two people that have the same name. In Spanish, we refer as tocayas. And I was so glad when I met you and instantly felt that good vibe. And knowing your name, I was like, this is wonderful. (laughs) (laughs) We're tocayas. And we met in Mexico City earlier this year. And I've been so struck by you and by your art and by the way that you speak about your art and by the way that you live in connection with yourself and with other people. And so I'm so happy to have you here today. Tell us a little bit about you, Julia, who you are and what's important to you. I was born and raised in Mexico in a fully Mexican family, raised with a lot of discipline. And the arts in my family and the the place where I'm from were not a common thing or were not a career to pursue. It was not a conversation around in the table. However, I feel I've had a connection with craft since I was very young. And I can recall little glimpses of my childhood or throughout my childhood that relate to art or to me making. I fortunately had the opportunity throughout my youth of traveling abroad and living abroad. And I think that shaped a lot of my perspective of the world, not only of my home, my hometown and my culture, but where that stands in the world and kind of having the opportunity to live in the US and in in South Korea for bits of time 
it kind of widened a little bit my perspective. I, I was able to have different connections with art and with parts of other cultures that also were nurturing or I think feed also my art or my work. And I know at this point, you're just stepping fully into your path as a full-time artist. When I met you back in December, you were just about to make this big change. And when we were sharing our intentions for 2022, I remember you saying you were ready to stop holding back. When we met, I was coming into a fork in the road. I was walking to paths that were getting further and further away from each other. I was feeling this very, very strong desire and very strong need of making, but not just making, of deciding and defining where I wanted to go. And where I wanted to go was following this creative life, more sensitive life and where you define what you really want to do. So I, I felt this burning aim of making and I didn't know how, when, where. I had a vague, slight idea, but I was very committed to going into that path and changing what it was my life the previous year. The story I have in my head about you is that you're an artist and you've always been an artist and that you were living another life that was working for you and that there was this other part of you that wasn't being expressed that needed to be expressed. And so when you said, I'm not holding back, you meant I'm not holding back on being the artist that I am. And you took the leap and that was New Year's and now it's June and since then, you've created an entire exhibit of art, which I went to your show and I bought a piece that means a lot to me and that's so beautiful. And you also are now in art school in London. So you've completely taken your life to another level. And before you left for London, when I was still in Mexico City, we had breakfast and we had this amazing conversation. We were talking about art and the way that you spoke about art and how it can connect people really touched me. It made me think a lot about how artists are facilitators. And I'd love to hear more of your thoughts on how is art and being an artist a form of facilitation, a form of creating connection in the world? Yeah, I remember that conversation so well. And thank you for your words. After that show, I sat down with you and I've also had conversations with people who were there or who like my work. And we talked about how they connected to it what they went through their minds and the stories that they shared. These means that to me about their family, about their pains or about their hopes. And, and I got so moved. I was so honored and humbled of hearing those stories because they were so powerful and so beautiful. And the fact that as an artist making that work, when we make it, is not for a specific person, a specific audience. It's about channeling something. If it's a message, if it's a feeling, if it's um, if it's a situation that we feel or we need to transform and to connect into, and then putting it out there in the world, it's a very vulnerable space to begin with because it's it comes from from within. But then when you encounter people that have such a strong connection and find such a deep meaning to that work, it's powerful. When someone has a special connection to it, you start to find the threads that tie us together. And this is a way of facilitation, of sharing of a message, of a conversation, of a deep thought, of a deep feeling that 
it unfolds for people in different ways, visual arts or the music or words or some other ways to express and to communicate something that comes through us. And, and I remember telling you, I don't feel this word belongs to me. It, it's just, it's out there and it's, it's not for me to claim it to myself. Yeah. You facilitated something for me and maybe you can help me like name what it is, but I'll share it with everybody. Like you facilitated some connection for me that I have with the moment I'm in in my life. So I'm about to move into a house. I'm, I'm a first time home buyer. I'm like in the process of closing on a house right now. This is my first time owning a house and I feel so lucky and fortunate, especially during these this time and place in the world that that's happening for me. There are things that I thought I would have that I don't have, like a partner, like a family at this age, but I have a home. And when I went to your art show and I saw all the beautiful pieces of art, by the end of the night, they had all been taken and claimed and they were all beautiful, but I didn't feel that stirring in my heart of like, oh, this is a piece that speaks to me until our friend said, wait, did you see the piece at the entrance of Julia's apartment? And I was like, what? And so I went around to the entrance and I saw this gorgeous piece of art hanging on the wall. And I knew immediately that I wanted it, that it belonged to me, that it was part of my story. And that was when we, you and I had this like almost transcendent moment of connection where I asked you to tell me about the piece and where I, I expressed my love for the piece. And I could see how touched you were because you created it. It came from your heart. It came from your skill, from your mind, from your experience. And then when I asked you, you know, what does it mean? What is it about? You told me it's called At Home. And maybe you can tell us a little bit more about that piece and what was going on for you when you created it. Then maybe we can put the pieces together of why this piece of art connected us in this way. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I remember that moment. I was so excited when you, I've seen your connection with it. It's so fulfilling. It's, it's honestly, when... I see that connection, that honest connection, because it just happens. It's not something you can impose, not something you can force, not something you can put out there. And it's very emotional. Art is very emotional. And I think this is the reason and a very important part of why art exists, because it touches the thing that makes us humans, the emotional side, and some of the things that sometimes we cannot explain it's always a little bit hard to talk specifically about the pieces. And that was a very special, very special piece for me, as you know. I held it to my heart very dearly and I couldn't be happier. That's another thing. When it goes to a home of someone you know or someone you appreciate and care about, like you, it's even more gratifying. It's even more fulfilling. When I made it, it took me several attempts to try to not get it right, but how it felt right. And sometimes this could be tricky of when is, um, when is a piece of work done or when is it not done? You kind of feel it and you kind of go through the process and, and then remaking it until you sense it's, it's done. But this was made at a special moment in this very special place that was home. And I remember... It was like a morning ritual to get in there and go over it and try to, you know, like a very, it's a very meditative process. 
what I make or what artists make into a piece of work is a part of everything we feel and think. It entails so many fibers of our being. And so at home, it's just the name. I think it explains so much. Home is the space where we get to be who we are, where we get to be intimate, where we get to rest, where we get to dream, where we get to change, where we get to cry. So all of that goes into mind. Uh, maybe you can see it, maybe you don't, cannot see it, but that that is what goes in there. It's so many thoughts, so many prayers, so many things, so, so many reflections also. Hearing you speak about your connection to that piece and about what it meant to you and what was going on for you, hearing you talk about that, just I kind of realized what it is that you facilitated for me. It's making me feel a lot of things right now because it's very personal. I feel like I'm entering a time of my life where I'm finally at home in myself. <laughs> that is, I am incredibly honored and grateful to hear those words. And what is happening right now is the connection of art. And for me, the reason of making, the purpose and the full powerful potential and incredible connections that and, and conversations that we get to speak and the relation to those feelings. I really appreciate it. And I, I'm, I'm speechless, to be honest. I mean, I just can't believe how expansive my understanding right now of facilitation is because it spans across time and space. You created this beautiful piece of art months, maybe even years before I purchased it from you, before I saw it and before it became my piece of art for my home. And this connection happened across time and space to bring us together to this moment where we're now stepping back and we're looking at it together. And I'm understanding how you are facilitating something very important for me through your art. And at the time that you created it, you didn't even know what you were facilitating. <laughs> Exactly. That is a beauty, you know? And that's what I mean by going through me, not for me, through me to somebody else, to somebody else that has a connection. When we are able to tap into that space where we are facilitating something for somebody else with, with our own skill set or with our own resources or things that we have, that is facilitation and the fact that this happens is incredibly, incredibly profound and powerful. We are having this like really cool moment where we get to actually look at it and pull it apart and appreciate it for its full beauty. It strikes me that so often artists and people who are facilitating connection for others who are not present for the connection itself, it's an act of great service because they don't get to be inside the moment of connection. Mm -hmm. It's so much about trust and intuition. I feel that if, you, if it's like if you're an artist, you have to believe so deeply about what you're creating to love it so much and put it out there with this just hope and this trust and belief that it will touch someone. Yes. And there is so much uncertainty in that process. So much not knowing what happens after 
something is made. So how do you stay connected with the purpose of creating a piece of art with all of that uncertainty? How do you stay connected to the act of creating when you don't know where it's going? I think there's a certain element of trust and faith that this is the path, that this will lead some somewhere. Because in other disciplines or maybe even in the corporate world where you have a clear you know, like a clear path, clear graph, clear step, clear milestone. You kind of know where you are. You kind of know how far, how close, how are the things, like the steps, the specific steps. And in other disciplines like art or in other careers, one just trusts and is really confident that it's, that it's going to get somewhere and that it needs to be there. Whether it makes it to wherever big big exhibitions or, or little or people's homes or people seeing it, people are, there's always opinions, but there's there's a conviction in making it. And so patience of a journey is something that is necessary, but I don't I don't and I don't think it's only necessary for art. It's necessary for life in general. Yeah, I was just thinking the same thing. Like this is where this concept connects us all. Whether you're in the corporate world or you're a creative charting your own path, none of us knows what the future holds. Exactly. And so we are all artists of our own lives. We're all creating with what we have at our disposal at any given moment. And so the skills that artists need when they're facilitating connection that that will come from and go to who knows where, it's kind of the same thing for the rest of us who maybe don't consider ourselves artists. In a way, it's just an expression of something that we are all experiencing. And that is a source of connection for us all too. I think everybody's a creator. Everybody can create. Yes. We all have that. Whether you create art, music, spreadsheets, businesses, you know, creating is a part of the human process and the human qualities and traits. We create since... So we have been creating since we have been here. And that's how we've gotten to, to where we are in civilization, in, in the world, in, 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 in so many different realms and industries. Humans are creators and creatives. Sometimes we attach that to a very specific meaning of, can I draw, can I make, can I sculpt? But it's not really or necessarily have to be an artist to be a creator or a creative. Yeah. I love that distinction. We are all creators. It's true. And that also preserves the really special role that artists play in the world because that's a specific form of creation. And it comes in many different forms. It might be performance art. It might be illustration. It might be painting. It might be music, whatever it is. And artists should be able to claim that word for themselves to carve mm -hmm. out that particular place in the world that they hold when it comes to creating. But you're right. None of us would even be alive without creation. I mean, we are all creations and we are all creators in different ways. And I think you could argue that that's what makes us all facilitators. What is it that we're creating and who and what is it in service to? Whatever that thing is, is what we are facilitating. Yes, I agree. And I think this very important and key word, service, is it makes such a huge difference when, when we truthfully feel 
we are in service. When one has found the way to be in service and the way that is facilitate something for someone, I think that's a that's the best that we can do as as humans, you know, as a, as 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 part of a community, as part of 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 this of, of a society, uh, but more of a community. Um, being in service, it's for me one of the things that it's very grounding also. Yeah. And it makes you feel connected. Even if you're alone when you're creating something, if you know that it's in service to someone or to others in at some point in the future or right there in the moment, then that is meaning that comes back to you. To be in service to others does end up paying us as well because we feel that we're in connection and we need to be in connection in order to thrive in our lives. That's just the truth for our species and for most species out there. Yes. I have a question for you about being in service because we've been talking about facilitation for others. If you could have someone facilitate something for you to increase a feeling of connection in your life or uh, to make something tough easier, to guide you through or towards something, what would you want facilitated for you? I don't know if I know it or if I will know it when it happens. Or like, for example, what you just had, when you said, okay, I know what you facilitated for me and speaking so beautifully about being home and feeling home with yourself. I feel sometimes we, we don't know until we receive it, tap into it or, or, or get it in, an, an, in a non-planned way. That's such a perfect answer, given that we're talking about art, because so much of this creation process that we've been talking about is about intuition, trust, listening, flowing. And it is kind of about letting go of the cerebral qualities and entering into a state of a more felt sense of understanding. So mm. I accept and I love your answer to that question because <laughs> I think I'm actually, yeah, I, I kind of feel like I'm trending more in that direction myself too. I mean, I'm unwinding from years of working in a way that was very cerebral to get things done. Uh, very business oriented. And I still am business oriented. I'm running a business, but I'm trying to let go more of the day-to-day decisions and driving force and do more listening and more intuitive navigation of whatever it is that I'm in service to or that I need from others. So I actually really like your answer. And sometimes you know what you want facilitated for you and other times you don't. And other times, like what just happened today, you don't even realize, you feel that something powerful was guided for you and you don't know what it was. And then months later, you're like, oh, that's what was facilitated for me. That's how I was guided into some connection that I have felt, but I have not been able to put words to. Exactly. Julia, thank you so much for being here and for this gorgeous conversation that to me, it felt like a piece of art. It felt like we were swimming (laughs) through some sea of unknown intuitive bliss that led to a really cool moment for me uh, of understanding and deeper connection for us, new friends across the globe who I know will be spending a lot more time together. And I'm so inspired by you. Thank you for having me. This was a a lovely conversation. Again, I think the times that we've had conversations, they're very nurturing. They can't go wrong. And I just want to 
rescue a little piece of what you said about navigating and blissfully sometimes we don't know or we go with the feeling and it could be a strange place to go but it 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 pays off listening to that intuition that feeling and, go, and going with it so thank you so much for having me thank you wow 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 Julia wasn't kidding when she said, art is emotional. Art connects humans on such a deep level. There are often no words for the ways we're touched by art. So artists, the people who create the art that moves us, they are facilitators. They're guides, portals, channels, conduits of something powerful that we can't always name, but that we can feel. And that feeling state is a beautiful expression of our aliveness. Here's a question for you. What's a piece of art that moved you recently? Perhaps it was a story you witnessed in the form of a film, a book, a song, or a live performance. Or maybe it was an object that you could observe or interact with, like a painting, a sculpture, or even a meal. What moved you about this piece of art? Who created it? And what did they facilitate for you? How were you transformed by the experience of this art? Let's all just take a moment to appreciate the person or people who made that experience possible for you. How very special they are. If you want to see a photo of the painting Julia created called At Home that will soon rest on the wall of my new home, or if you want to catch the show notes for this episode, visit facilitatorforum.com. I want to thank Julia Aro for joining us today, and I especially want to call out her courage, the courage it takes to jump into the great abyss of following your heart. Speaking of artists and giving thanks, I also want to thank Adam Rosendahl for the original artwork, Caleb Spaulding and Massimo Lusardi of Gasoline Tequila for the original music, Josh Gilbert for his skillful sound editing, and thank you for being here with me for being the main ingredient of this creation we call Facilitator Forum. We would truly be empty without you. We love you. Catch you next time.